This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 461 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Holly Flecker. She is with Celadon Recovery Campus. Holly, how you doing? Oh, I'm living the dream, my friend. How are you doing? <laughs> I'd love to hear that. <laughs> Me as well. And uh, you know, that's like a I have it down here in Southwest Florida, right? We Are we like having this pleasant dream or are we awake? You know, sometimes it's hard to tell. Well, absolutely. And I think sometimes you got to remember that uh, you, you can live your dreams and um, you only get one life to try that out. So you might as well go for it. And heck, you know, sometimes not waking up from those dreams is A-OK. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> well, that's an awesome start, Holly. Um, so... You're with Celadon Recovery Campus. Let's start there. Tell us about what's going on there. Sure. So Celadon Recovery has been open for a little over about a year and a half. We uh, are a mental health primary residential facility, which is pretty uncommon, believe it or not. Um, Most residential facilities tend to be primary detox, which there's no problem with that. But, you know, for people who just have post-traumatic stress or maybe a bipolar diagnosis Mm -hmm. or what have you, Um, You know, they may not be so interested in sharing a facility with somebody who is detoxing off of methamphetamine, for example. Um, So what we've created is a facility that's actually on a repurposed hotel right on the Caloosahatchee River. Um, So we have an open, non-lockdown facility where we combine all the typical alphabet soup stuff, EMDR, CBT, with holistic therapies like equine therapy, gardening therapy, yoga, things like that. Wow, that's awesome. And and what a wonderful service. What I love about the Good Neighbor podcast is, you know, we, we're just finding out these businesses. I mean, I'm a relatively newbie here, five years, Barb and myself, but I know we have residents here and lifelong residents that aren't even aware that you guys exist. So uh, this is great to get this message out there. Tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you uh, end up at Celadon? Sure. Um, so my, I, I think my history with mental health probably started maybe sometime in middle school or so. Um, you know, I, I saw a lot of, um, I guess, the side effects of mental health, you know, people from broken families, drug abuse, um, you know, even within my own family, everyone's got their own problems. Um, and I kind of decided that I wanted to figure out how and why, you know, how is it that people make these choices? How is it that, you know, some people can have really privileged lives, but end up total jerks and vice versa. You have somebody who's never been given a thing and they're the most humble person you ever meet. Um, So I went and got a a bachelor's in psychology from Boston University. Um, I went and did applied behavior analysis for a while, which was house calls for autism spectrum patients, Down syndrome, things like that. And then that evolved into an interest in sort of running the gambit. So I wanted to not only do developmental disorders, but things that or trauma-based as well, right? Things like post-traumatic stress or drug addiction. Um, So that evolved in me to becoming a TA, which I then was under the the tutelage of the teacher I worked with. And he's like, well, Holly, you know, honestly, you need to go be a teacher. Stop wasting your time. So he pushed me to go get a master's degree and a teaching credential. Um, So I have a master's in special education with an emphasis in emotional disturbance, which is just a fancy word for post-traumatic stress for under the age of 18. Um, I did that for a couple years, both TAing and then um, doing my internship to become a teacher. Uh, my last caseload was 14 to 18 years old, about 13 students, and each of them convicted felons. Um, so that was my last job back in California. And then I came out here to Florida in August of 2018. 
and have been just kind of picking whatever jobs I can. In the meantime, I've been involved with the cannabis industry and being a medical assistant for them, um, as well as several other sales jobs, you know, things that came along. Um, and then I found Celadon and they took me on as a uh, marketing and out outreach personnel. I'm looking to get involved with the more clinical stuff eventually as well. But um, for right now, I'm just spreading the good word. Wow. Wow. What, what a, what a journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lots, lots, lots of happening. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Well, it seems like you found a, a wonderful place and, uh, you know, to be involved in marketing, but to have your background and the understanding of, of what the facility does and, and who your help is uh, such an added bonus. My goodness. Precisely. Wow. When you go out and you speak to doctors or you speak to other people in the mental health community, you want to be able to tell them why your program is different, right? And you can take anyone off the street who's pretty people savvy and they can market. Um, but being able to say this is the how and why, this is why we're doing it, and this is why it's different, um, definitely helps me reach more. Yeah. more yeah, yeah. How about myths and misconceptions that you hear in your industry? What what can you share for our listeners? Well, I, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that um, a, a lot of people think that um, you know suffering or going through depression or anxiety is something that's completely normal and something you're supposed to go go at it alone. Um, I think that that's completely false. Um, more people than you'd probably assume suffer from forms of post-traumatic stress, anxiety, depression. They may have a developmental disorder. Um, and it's really tough to go it alone, especially when you have all these resources in the community. I mean, there's scholarship programs, there's insurance companies that sponsor things, there's nonprofits. Um, and there's lots of people who just want to help. And I think especially coming out of COVID, um, the big misconception mm -hmm. right now is that everyone's going through it and we're all doing it alone. Um, it's not true. There's lots of resources out there. and Please do not continue to do it alone, especially if you know that you're struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And what a struggle that is. I mean, you you talked about paradise when we started this. But, you know, if if you don't have the, you know, the stuff between the ears going right it doesn't matter where you are or how much money you have or don't have or anything else for that matter it it it's the driving factor between happiness and a, a life of just never-ending struggle i would imagine right absolutely well and I, and I think it's it's really a matter of perception um you can be in the best place in the world with a bad attitude and have all the same problems yeah. as the person at the bottom of the barrel so um, yeah. I think that's what sort of mental health has come to, especially at a facility like ours, is we just want to give people some perspective and a little bit of help. Um, our long-term goal is that you would come and see us if you need help, and we shouldn't need to see you again. We want you to feel better. We want you to move on with your life. Um, and I know that historically that really hasn't been, um, you know, something that mental health represented. A lot of people expect to speak with a psychologist for the rest of their life and then need mm. medication for the rest of their life. Um, and that's not always the case. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff, Holly. So how about outside, you know, the old uh, Holly after hours? What are you doing for fun? <laughs> um, I do a couple of things for fun. I'm big, I'm big into live music since, um, I mean, you know, Governor DeSantis has done a lot to make sure that these bars and whatnot have opened back up and there's been yeah. more live music. So I'm trying to do more of that. Um, I was at the what was it? Puna Gorda Seafood Fest last weekend. They had a Rolling Stones cover band, a uh, Fleetwood oh, Mac wow. cover band. Um, so that, that's what I like. I like me some craft beer and some live music. That's that's where uh, I spend my time. 
Wow, that sounds like fun. Wish I was there. Dang it. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> I'd love to. How about when it comes to uh, life challenge, hardship, looking back, Holly, um, a period of time that you were challenged and, and you got through it and you can now say, hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. You know, I think anyone who's learned enough to get by in life has been through some tough stuff. Um, I like to believe that we learn more from failure and struggle than we do from success and having things handed to us. Um, I think my most recent example would probably be going through COVID. Um, I had a close family member go through some very, um, uh, we'll just call it basically a psychotic break and to be there to have all these other elements in play was uh, more of a struggle than it normally is for someone like me. Um, as mm -hmm. you can tell through my history, I'm very used to dealing with trauma. I'm very used to dealing with abnormal psychology, but when it's in your home and it's your family member, it just hits differently. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I think that going through that, being able to find him help, being able to, you know, sort of come out on the other side of it, um, has done a lot for me as far as understanding exactly where all of our residents are um, and understanding, mm. you know, when it happens in and amongst my friends, when it happens in and amongst my family, that it's really tough to be this unbiased third party who's trying to offer you really excellent advice when it's, you know, your spouse or it's your brother or your mm. mom. Um, and so I, I think I would, I would advise people to really seek help in those situations because when you're in there with them, it's really hard to give the best advice and it's really hard to not give unbiased yeah. advice, which yeah. may be good, but may not be exactly what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. <laughs> yeah. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Celadon recovery campus? What would that be? Well, I'd say the biggest thing right now is just that we're open. Um, it seems that no one really knows who we are or what we're doing. Um, we are Joint Commission accredited, which is basically one of the biggest credentials you can get for a mental health facility or a health practice in general. Um, we're ACA certified. DCF will come through in the next couple months. Um, we're going to be doing ambulatory detox, residential detox. We do partial hospitalization. Um, any diagnosis you can name, we are geared to treat. And I would just say, um, you know, if there's one thing people don't know, it's probably our phone number and our website. <laughs> well, let's let's get that out there because I know we have listeners who want to learn more. Go ahead. Absolutely. So if you want to reach out to me personally, um, you can use our main line. It's 239-880-3990, extension 602. We'll come straight to my voicemail. I also have a direct email, which is holly, spelled with an I. That's H-O-L-L-I. And then F like Frank for my last name at CeladonRecovery.com. Um, besides that, CeladonRecovery.com is our website. All our pictures of campus are on there. It's beautiful. And like I said, waterfront, I mean waterfront. We have a dedicated mm -hmm. dock. We can go fishing. Um, we do yoga on the lawn. There's huge trees here with the Spanish moss and everything. It's really beautiful. Wow. Wow. Well, you may see me uh, later on today, Holly. Uh, I'd love just to do a yoga class uh, right along the river, but, you know. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, you guys are doing wonderful things. Uh, we wish you the absolute best. We will do uh, our part and get the word out there because, uh, you know, we, we certainly uh, have had our share in our family of mental challenges, and it's a, it's a tough place for anyone to be. And, uh, again, blessed that we have you guys uh, – yeah, right around the corner here in Southwest Florida. So keep doing what you're doing. 
I appreciate that. And you know, if, if you know anyone that needs help, please have them just call. It's a, it's as easy as a phone call. We do consultations. You're not obligated to anything. Um, and I think that really is the toughest part. You know, as soon as you can yeah. seek help, you, you tend to find it. Um, but deciding first and foremost that you want help and that there's even a problem is really that biggest step. Yeah. Well, thanks, Holly. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. And uh, we'll have you come by for a tour sometime if you're available. I love it. Will do. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.